and welcome back to the Popcast Cafe podcast. It's been a while. I've missed you all. I've missed doing the podcast for the last two weeks. Um, quick explanation to where I was for the last two weeks. Um, I was really, really busy with theater. Um, we had shows the past two weeks, so I was just incredibly busy um, with obviously tech week, and then the weekends were busy, and the one week where I was free was pretty much a catch-up week for me. I had a lot of schoolwork to get done to make sure I was on top of it. My finals are coming up in a couple weeks as well, so I had to make sure that I was keeping on track with the readings. So it was just very, very busy. There was hardly any time for me to even catch up on shows or anything or to get ready for the podcast. And obviously for this week's episode, I needed to finish And I still had a couple episodes that I had not touched yet, which were episodes 7 and 8. So those were things I had to watch this week to get ready for the podcast. Um, I pretty much already knew what was going to happen because number one, I was a fan of the book. um, And obviously there's book to show changes. And number two, pretty much my entire timeline on Twitter was talking about it when it aired. So pretty much I already knew what was happening, but obviously I had to see it for myself to make my own analysis and my own opinions. So that's where I was for the last two weeks. Um, So sorry I couldn't put out episodes. I was just incredibly busy and I guess that those are the kinds of things that are going to happen around show season. Um, But I'm happy to be back. I'm excited to be doing episode 12 of the podcast and as you can tell by the title we are going to be talking about the new Peacock original based on the hit book One of Us is Lying. So I read One of Us is Lying um, a few years ago. It was kind of towards the beginning of high school for me. I remember one of my friends at the time, I don't know why I just said at the time, she's still my friend. Um, One of my friends, she was reading this book uh, in math class and I was just asking her what it was about and she told me it was very similar to Pretty Little Liars if she had to compare it to a show. Um, So, Obviously, there's minor similarities for me. Uh, I'm a book person as well. I'm a book person and a show person and a movie person. Like, I love all three of those avenues of storytelling. I love all three. So, for me, when I read it, I could obviously compare it to so many other books, but this friend of mine was not necessarily a book person, so her default was just to compare it to a mystery TV show. But... Anyways, um, I was very intrigued by it just by hearing that because I liked Pretty Little Liars my freshman year. So um, I got it and I read it and I absolutely loved it. Um, it. This was one of the books I was really, really hoping would get adapted in, into a series or a movie or anything of that nature. I think a short series like what ended up coming up from it was very appropriate. It was very fitting. Um, so I was very, very excited when the news was announced. Still waiting on the selection series to become a movie series. Like, when is this happening? I've been waiting all of, like, eight years. Like, more than eight years. It's just, I think, let me think in my brain. Not eight years, but, like, I've been waiting a long time. I've been waiting since middle school. Like, give me that. That's the book series I'm really waiting for. 
Um, I'm waiting for a lot, actually, but a lot of the other books that I'm a huge fan of at the moment, I read more recently. Like, that's something I've been waiting for for a very long time. And One of Us is Lying as well was something I've been, I was waiting for. So I was really excited when I found out it was getting adapted. I was really excited to see what the take was going to be on it because I was a big fan of the book. I didn't necessarily have super high expectations because pretty much any time a book is adapted into something, I try to not to have super high expectations because I don't want to be disappointed and I also want to be able to separate the book from the show or movie. I like to have that distinction because a lot of times there are pretty big differences. Now for the most part um, in the conversion from the book to the show, there were a few obviously very big things, but I think for the most part um, a lot of the differences were quite minor. I think some of the biggest differences were obviously everything to do with Jake's character. Um, obviously in the book as well, he was very involved with the whole Simon situation and how Simon ended up in the situation he did and the suicide and everything. Jake was involved in that and he was aware of that, but it was very different how they went about it in the books versus how they went about it in the show because obviously in the show, um, he took those EpiPens and that was not what's like, you know, Simon was not under the impression that those EpiPens were going to be taken. So obviously uh, it was a very, very different reaction and Jake essentially not even directly, but basically murdered Simon. Well, obviously directly, he knew that taking the EpiPens would mean that he couldn't be saved. So he pretty much murdered Simon versus in the book, he was aware of that obviously, but it was very, it was also just, it was a suicide completely. Um, and then also in the show, Jake, you know, dies at the very, very end in the finale. Oops, spoiler alert, which kind of a given anyways, this episode will contain spoilers, but Jake dies at the very end. And that is not something that happens in the book. And I guess that kind of leads us a little bit into the second one. Uh, another difference was obviously Maeve and Janae's characters. They're both very different, at least from what I remember in the book, than in the show. So in the book, or uh, in the show, um, Janae is portrayed in a lot more positive light than she is in the book. So in the, uh, uh, in the book, Janae is a lot, um, is a lot more different. She's uh, more involved or involved with the Simon thing is and she's aware of everything that's happening she's aware of all that versus in the show she was not uh, and then Maeve in the book was not involved with Janae or Simon she was just like the tech genius and then in the show she obviously was so that was another difference uh, another one that comes to mind was everything with Coop's sexuality obviously Coop was gay in the book too but the difference was um was just that in the book it was something that was very slowly revealed it was not something that was revealed immediately versus in the show we find out quite fast and everything with Chris um it's very cool because Chris is a lot more of a major character in the show versus in the book he's a very very minor character so those are some of the differences that are currently on the top of my head. There's probably several others that I did think about when I was watching, but I feel like those are some of the big ones and some of the ones that I've seen being talked about 
a lot more. So let's move past differences from the book and the show and just talk strictly about the show and the characters. So obviously the show is about the Bayview Four. You have Bronwyn, Nate, Coop, and Addie. So all four of them are suspects in Simon's murder who basically dies in detention when they're all there and they're the only people that could have, you know, the peanut oil, blah, 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 you get it, you get it. Um, so obviously the premise is not necessarily the most exciting premise, as in it's, it's a very used premise. It's, we all know the plot. Um, so there's a lot of other things that come with it. Um, One of Us is Lying is a show that is very easy to compare to other shows, so if you've watched a lot of mystery shows, or you read a lot of mystery books, or you watch a lot of mystery movies, this is something that's very similar, and you're not going to be able to help yourself when watching it to compare it. So, I know I just said I was done comparing the book and the show, like, directly, but I do have to say that I did enjoy the book more. I feel like that's something that I expected. I did like the show, but um, I think there were aspects of it that could have been done a little bit differently, um, that I would have done differently if I was the director of this show. Obviously, I'm not. Or if I was a writer, obviously, I'm not. Um, but there were a couple things that I would have done a bit differently. The things that I uh, did enjoy is, obviously, I enjoyed the dynamic between the four. Um, I thought that everybody had very good chemistry with all the everybody else. Um, you know, the acting was pretty good. I'm sure, I think everybody in the Bayview 4 was relatively new, at least to my area of media, like the kind of stuff I watch. Um, I'd never seen any of them, at least not regularly before. I'd seen a couple of the other actors in places, but I'd never really was very familiar with any of them. So, Obviously, that's a pretty big deal. It was exciting, so I thought everyone um, delivered well. Like I said, I thought everybody had really good chemistry with everyone else. Um, I enjoyed all of those aspects. I enjoyed the individual friendships, etc. Yeah, so let's talk about Nate Wynn, because obviously that's a very big point of discussion. So Nate Wynn in the books, at least in my opinion, I thought they were a lot more present. And that's not to say that they weren't in the show because they definitely were and it's only an eight episode season. So there's only so much you can see and so much buildup you can get. But I just thought they were a lot more present in the book. I thought their relationship was a lot more present. It was more deep. In my opinion, I just thought it was a lot more deep, passionate, etc. I just thought it was, it had a lot more depth to it as a whole. Obviously, like I said, an eight episode season is very short. There's a lot you need to fit into that time aside from relationships. So it's hard to develop a relationship to that extent the way that you can do it in a book with something that is also relatively short. Um, So that's something that I was missing in their relationship, but I am excited if they get a season two for that to be something they delve into more. Um, Other than that, I thought they had pretty good chemistry. Um, Obviously, I had an extreme bias coming into the show to ship them because I really liked them in the books. 
to take another perspective, my sister actually, who's been on the podcast a couple times now, did not ship them. She thought it was very rushed, but that's because she really doesn't like fast burns. And for the most part, I don't really like fast burns either. There's a few fast burns out there that I do like, but you have to be a fast burn done in a very specific way. I think starting out the first episode with them already having such a high level of comfort was a turnoff for her. Um, Obviously not for me, just because like I said, I already had such a bias coming in to ship them no matter what like I was going to love it and I was going to eat it up and I was anticipating so many scenes and just freaking out when they were happening in front of me because I was like I know this scene I love this scene um so many good moments so obviously all those aspects I loved um Nate's one of my favorites oh I feel like I should mention Coop is my favorite by the way of the Bayview 4 he's my favorite character um from the show um I don't really have a reason for that I just really like his character I like the way that the actor portrays the character um I think he's one of the most vulnerable characters so I connected with him the most because I was just the most drawn in by that character so it's Coop for me I also feel like Coop Um, in the show was just very level-headed he was always for the most part speaking from a good point um yeah like I said for the most part I really was understanding his point of view I feel like I was on his side pretty much most of the time um so yeah that he was definitely my bestie from this show love Coop anyways back to what I was saying about Nate and Bronwyn um I had an immediate bias my sister did not she actually, like I said, she has not read the books. Maybe she'll change her mind when she reads them because she does have it on hold at the library. She just hasn't read it yet. Um, should, I guess I should have made her read the book before the show, but I obviously was going to watch the show as soon as it came out so I could do a podcast episode on it, and we watch a lot of TV together, so she was going to tune in no matter what. So I really couldn't have stopped it. Um But yeah, she'll read it. I guess we can see if she changes her mind. But that she's pretty, you know, set in the fact that she does not like them together. Like I said, I do. I think they're fun. I think they're great. Um, So that's fun. And then Coop and Chris was the other ship. Like I mentioned very briefly when I was doing the book and show comparisons, um, Chris was not a very major character in the books. So it was really nice to see have a more significant love interest um, in the show and that's something that I really enjoyed Um, I thought they had good chemistry and I pretty much only have positive things to say about it I was very thrilled that it was explored more in the series and then TJ and Addie I mean if you know me you know me I like them a lot because I think they have really really good chemistry um and they're cheaters and it it cheaters on jake too like nasty ass jake so um yeah they're fun as well they are not given a lot of depth within the first season um so i guess we'll see how that plays out in the future so in regards to this whole mystery and everything um the way it plays out I feel like was a lot darker in the show just because of the fact, you know, that Simon committed suicide. 
are darker in the book. Sorry, I think I said darker in the series back then, but darker in the book, I feel like it was just a lot, you know, more deep in that aspect, and I feel like a lot less people saw it coming. Uh, another difference that I just realized while speaking this out loud was Miss Avery in the series and the book did not have any kind of correlation to Simon's death, um, like the way that it shown in the uh, show. In the show, obviously, we see that Simon blackmails Miss Avery, basically saying, you know, if you don't, um, you know, put me in detention with these four people, I'm going to tell everyone that you helped Vanessa get the abortion. So there was that blackmailing situation, which did not exist in the book, so that added a different level and a different layer to this whole situation. Everything about, like I said, Janae not knowing also added a new level. So it allowed us to explore other dynamics such as Janae and Addie's um, and them struggling to build that trust and try to figure something out together. The on and offness with Jake, um, except Jake is like a true, true crazy murderer in the show and he is in the book too. But um a lot of different dynamics were placed because of those subtle changes that were made, which is good in, to a certain degree because I like when changes are made because, I mean, I love the book and that's what I love, but sometimes you want to see a little bit of variation when you are watching an adaptation of something just because it makes it more fun to follow along. It keeps you on your toes a little bit and doesn't make you necessarily feel that you know exactly what's going to happen. For the most part, the general consensus of it, you're going to know, and that I do like, so you're going to know things ahead of time. But then to a certain degree, there are also going to be things that you don't know about, which I always thought was really fun, and I thought that was one of the more enjoyable aspects of pretty much all of it. So that was um, definitely my opinions on the mystery aspect. Overall, I think the show is a good show. I don't think it's amazing, but I think it's good. I think it has the good potential to be renewed for another season. Obviously, if you had to compare it to other works of media that are not other books, you would kind of say it's a little bit of Pretty Little Liars, a little bit of Gossip Girl, and a little bit of The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club in terms of the dynamic that the group forms, Gossip Girl in terms of the secrets and the outing of secrets and the social media app, and then Pretty Little Liars for your basic standpoint of friend group, um, kind of being these not it wasn't really suspects in Pretty Little Liars but you know what I mean like witnesses or people of interest or whatever you would want to call it um in this murder investigation so all that wrapped into one is this show I think the color palette of the show is very interesting the palette that they use for the flashbacks is especially interesting. It's like this orangish tone. Um, I am not a film major like with technical cameras so I can't even like find the official term for this 
but it's a very like drawn out coloration. <laughs> um, the colors are just very, very different. So I love the contrast between the present time and the past. And obviously every show does that whenever they do flashbacks. But I think it's such a unique color palette. Um, but it's not just with the flashbacks. It's pretty much with everything, which I really thought was so cool and so unique because you don't typically see um, that color palette to begin with. And it's not just in the flashbacks and it's not just about the contrast. It's in general. I think the entire color palette of the show is very different from anything I've ever seen. The clothing department, I feel like, could have done better. I don't feel like... Because for me, fashion is a big part of TV and movies. Um, I like to observe the clothing that people, like, are wearing. And nothing about the clothing styles or the fashion styles of any of these characters stood out to me. Like, obviously, guys are going to tend to be a bit boring anyways and what I mean by that is obviously they're just gonna dress in whatever shirt jeans whatever for the most part I'm fine with that um but I was really looking to Bronwyn and Addie to give me something fun with the outfits but neither of them were really living up to that um I wasn't really a, f <clears throat> a fan of anything that they were wearing um it was just pretty much a no for me and that hairstyle that Addie gets in, I want to say episode five, but it could be before that or after that. But the haircut she gets just did not suit her at all, in my opinion. It didn't look good, so it didn't help her outfits look any better. So overall, from an outfit standpoint, I was not a fan of it. From a hair standpoint, I was not a fan of it. Um, didn't like any of those things. Really, from a stylistic point and an artistic point, the color palette was the best part of it. The setting itself and scenery and clothing and that part of the visual aesthetic was nothing special, but at least, like I said, they had that color scheme going, which was a very interesting one to add some level of aesthetic to it. So something else I wanted to talk about was streaming services in general, um, and that kind of has to, it plays in two parts with One of Us's line. So in me saying that this show is pretty much Pretty Little Liars, Gossip Girl, and uh, The Breakfast Club all rolled into one, you would think that this show would be extremely popular. And oh yeah, also the fact that it's based off a very popular book um, that is very, very well known, even for people who aren't really book stands or anything. So you would think it would be more popular, the show. But it really brings us down to the fact that the fact that it's just on Peacock. And obviously that's nothing against Peacock because the only Peacock originals I've seen are One of Us is Lying and the Saved by the Bell reboot. Maybe I've seen a couple others, but they're just not coming to mind right now. Um, but off the top of my head, those are the only two I've seen. And it really solidifies the fact that a lot of these other streaming service um, original shows fall slightly behind just in terms of how their shows get advertised as well as the views that come in. A really good example I want to give of this is, for example, with Panic, which was a show that came out earlier this year on uh, 
Amazon Prime Video. And it was probably one of my favorite original shows of the year from a streaming service. I thought it was so good. I thought the ship was so good. And it was canceled after one season. And then we have The Wilds, which was renewed for another season, but it wasn't as widely talked about as it could have been. And then currently they're airing the show called I Know What You Did Last Summer. And all of these shows are pretty good. I think Amazon Prime Video is really consistent in producing good quality shows, but not all of them are going to take off enormously just because of the fact that they're not on Netflix. Like, obviously, Netflix is kind of running the game for the most part. Um, the only streaming service originals from other networks that are such on such a high level with Netflix original ones are Euphoria and the Gossip Girl reboot for HBO Max, which makes sense. Euphoria is Euphoria, and the Gossip Girl reboot has the Gossip Girl thing attached to it, so it's going to gain traction. And then on Disney+, Plus, pretty much all those Marvel originals, as well as um, High School Musical, the musical, the series, and again, both for obvious reasons, are gaining that traction. So that's really all we see. And then Netflix... Pretty much everything they're putting out gets popular to some degree just because it's on Netflix and people see it. If Ginny and Georgia aired on any other streaming platform, I can guarantee it would not have been as popular as it was. Um, so it's just so interesting to me because I feel like One of Us is Lying has such a potential to be that next it show, but it's just not going to be because it um, is a Peacock original, it can still get relatively popular, but it's not going to, and it can still be really popular, but all I'm trying to say is it won't reach its full potential just because of that, which is so unfortunate because the show is really good, and like I said, I can really see it being even more popular. It's just not really going to get the ability to. It's just so interesting how all of these things tend to work out and how these streaming service popularity things just tend to work out but it's just in my head when I think about it I was thinking about this the other day just like what if one of us is lying was a Netflix original and oh my gosh my brain was just it was so different in my head because I'm on stan twitter by the way follow my stan twitter Blair's Evermore um yeah, anyways, all one word. So, on obviously I'm on Stan Twitter. So, when this show was airing, it was my entire timeline. I was reading all about it everywhere. Everyone was tweeting about it. Everybody was doing watch threads for it. Um, you know, I was seeing it everywhere. But, you know, that was the extent of it. I wasn't seeing it everywhere on TikTok or anything like that. The way I see when Outer Banks or Stranger Things or any of these shows release another season it pretty much takes up my entire for you page and I'm not even an Outer Banks stan I'm a Stranger Things stan um and I love Outer Banks don't get me wrong but I'm not an Outer Banks stan but anyways <laughs> I just think about the fact that if one of us is lying had aired on Netflix it would have taken up my entire for you page and I would have seen it everywhere which is such an interesting distinction to me because it's like this show really could have been popular like, more popular, and it won't get the chance to be. Like, I can recommend the hell out of this to everyone I want, and hopefully three of my friends will be nice enough to actually tune in, and then they'll actually enjoy it. But 
it's like it it actually makes you scared because it's like what if I don't get another season like I'm actually nervous about how many seasons the show will actually be able to get just because of that disadvantage and it doesn't even have to be a disadvantage it just is like I use there's so many other sites and stuff and you know you could watch with your friend or whatever you want it's just so upsetting to me for like no reason at all um because you would really think that this is a show of all shows to have that um popularity like it it really just has the premise of something you would imagine a Netflix original to be about and then take off basically but um yeah that was kind of my little mini rant that I just threw in there about streaming services and everything but I do hope it still continues to blow up and become more popular and I do have very good faith that Peacock will at least keep running for quite a bit just because they don't have a lot of originals and they're still a relatively new streaming platform like they're kind of finding their footing of it right now so hopefully they'll keep it running a little bit longer because I feel like there's a lot of really interesting things um that can be done with this show and like I said it has a lot of potential so hopefully it gains more traction and it gains more popularity because it really it really really is a fun show and it's a good show and you know like I said it's a good show it's not fantastic or anything but I would love if it got more popular um and I would love and I am excited to see these characters again hopefully season two (laughs) very excited but um something else I wanted to talk about in regards to the show was the social media aspect. So we see this theme like coming up. We saw it in Gossip Girl. We see it in Gossip Girl again with the current version that is airing of just this idea of the whole posting secrets and airing people's dirty laundry. It's just so interesting to me because it always makes me think of how in middle school and high school as well, pretty much all the schools in our county would have one of those, um, like, blank, blank is name of the school, obviously I'm not going to say that, but blank gossip girl, and it was just accounts for, like, Instagram accounts, and they would post tips and stuff, and it's just so interesting to me that this is just something that still continues to be a thing, and it's so, like, present which is so weird to me but it also makes a lot of sense like why it's so present um but I just wanted to talk about that because it's such a interesting thing that it's so like prevalent and you wouldn't really think that that's something that someone would take from a show and really really push for but I don't know it's um I really am just saying interesting a lot, but it's really the only word I can think of to describe it. It's just, it's just what it is. Um, But obviously for one of us lying, it's about that. Um, Which, to be totally honest, I think that this show slash this book should have been called like about that or something. Like I feel like one of us is lying is fine. It's just a bit chunky. Maybe that's just me, but... I think it should have been called About That, or something like that. I mean, I'm sure there's other good names, but I feel like that's a good one. But anyways, that kind of brings us to the end. I think I talked about pretty much everything I wanted to cover. I probably could have covered more if I really had wanted to, but 
like I said, it's been a few weeks since this, since this season wrapped up, so it's not necessarily as relevant anymore. I did feel the need to make a podcast episode on this, though. Um, I obviously would have made it a couple weeks ago had I not had this theater schedule, so it would have already been out of the way, and I probably would have been doing this week on something completely different. But because of those setbacks, I don't have as much to say just because it's been a little bit of time. Um, But regardless, I hope everyone enjoyed listening to my thoughts on this new show, um, streaming services in general, as well as my book and show comparisons, um, sharing my opinions and my analysis of the show. Um, I hope it gets a season two. And I totally just didn't even talk about this in the beginning the way I usually do. But please, everyone... Hit that follow button, hit the notification bell, you'll get updated every time I post, you'll get notified, that would be amazing, that would be awesome. I post every Friday um, at 5pm Eastern Standard Time, so do that, please, that would be amazing. Um, But yeah, so hopefully, um, I'm, not even hopefully, I'm back on my schedule now, really excited to be doing so. Um, so I will definitely be able to see you all again next week, which is very exciting. Um, sorry again that the the last two weeks I was not able to post, but I'm back. I'm glad to be back and I'm excited to get back on a roll with this, but that's pretty much it. So until next time, thanks again. Bye. (laughs) 